Hey, Charlie. Hey, Babes. Let's do this again. Yep, second time. We recorded earlier this morning and apparently had some technical difficulties because we got 10 minutes of recording an hour and a half of talking. <laughs> Which is depressing. <laughs> Honestly, I'm okay with it, though, because I'm in a much better mood now mm-hmm. than I was this morning. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like, you know, this is only the third week of doing the podcast, but I feel like it's going to be really hard to find days that we're both in the mood to record. Like, <laughs> mood like when I'm in a good mood and want to record, you're like, no. And then when you're in a good mood and want to record, I'm like, don't. You're drained. Yeah. <laughs> And it's because we work opposite schedules. Like, I work all weekend and you work during the week. And mm-hmm. the only day to record really is Thursday unless we record on a day that we work. Yeah. Which sucks, but. Mm-hmm. So, are we going to have to really talk about everything? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just fine. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Welcome to Twisted Chicks. Throw that out there. Yeah. Episode three. What have you been up to? Um, not much. The same work and school pretty much consumes my life at this point. How's school going? It's going. Uh, yeah. Work's okay. It's okay. You still like the sleep medicine? <laughs> I do. It's nice and peaceful. I bet it is. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Honestly, no. You still deal with the same asshole patients that come in and. They're angry, mainly due to lack of sleep. Um, so it's understandable. Yeah. So let me pull up our notes. We had housekeeping items. Yes, we were to throw out there that you can interact with us on Spotify. You can answer the Q and A's or polls we'll post underneath the episodes. And we wanted to let you know that they are anonymous to the public. Yes, but they're not anonymous to us. We see your username, and it's just us. So well, you know. But your name doesn't go out there with your question to everyone else. Unless we put it out there, which we would never do that to you guys because... Unless you stayed otherwise. Yeah. Um, we're working on our sound quality and our editing skills. Mm-hmm. We're human. We don't know what we're doing. No. And we're just doing this for fun, so... Yeah, just bear with us. I didn't break my microphone. That's why you're trying to screw it back onto the thing. No. Oh goodness, Charlie! I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just touched it, and the thing fell. And because you were trying to eat it earlier, I was not. All right. Do you have any updates, stories, news? Share. Not really, but um, I guess we can talk about the fact that I I got a nice random ass text message from you saying you wanted to be an elephant. Okay, um, I didn't know we were talking about that. Okay, but in my defense, you responded and said you want to be a ghost. Not a suicide joke. I just want to be a ghost. I think it would be really fun to be a ghost. It would be. But we really haven't had much interesting going on, have we? Um. I haven't. I mean, I've been doing a lot of stuff, but... Nothing we can share with the podcast. (laughs) So, you as a ghost, what would you do? Haunt people. Who? Anybody and everyone. Well, I don't like people I do like. I would torture them. Like what? What would you do to them? Um, Just basic stuff. Just little, tiny, irritating things. Like, you know, you you could have sworn you left your pin there. Well, I did, but I moved it. Um, and now you're going crazy because you can't find your pen. Me. Are you good? Mm-hmm. You look tired. I am. I told you it's our turn to switch. You were tired this morning and you failed to admit it and then now I'm tired. <laughs> you don't even know why I'm tired because what time is it? 18.26. I can't tell if my eyes burn because I'm tired or if my eyes burn because I've cried all day. <laughs> <laughs> But my eyes do burn. Oh my gosh. Do you need some like solution? No. I hate eye drops. They're scary. When I have to do eye drops for patients, I'm like, eh. Mm. 
Do it yourself. I know. I I would drop like eye drops in my resident's eyes and I felt like ninety percent of the time they didn't get in there. And I have one guy that like gives me so much encouragement with his eye drops. Like I'll give I'll put one eye drop in. He's like, very good. That was a good one. That was good. And I'm like, thank you for the reassurance that I am doing a good job here. I yeah, I had a lady that used to do that to me. And when I would give her her eye drop, she'd be like at the inch, good job. Good. That was a good one. Good job. <laughs> that made me feel good. Yeah. Do you want to share dreams? Have you had any crazy dreams recently? I honestly don't haven't really. Haven't been eating that chocolate. I haven't been eating that chocolate late at night. So I haven't had any crazy dreams, but I think you have. Yeah, I had tornado dreams. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Not the recurring one, the same one that I have over and over, but a different one. Different tornado came through Mm -hmm. and it was real scary i woke up scared (laughs) those are the worst though like when you have a dream or something and it wakes you up and you have that same anxiety that you were having in the dream yeah Mm -hmm. i was in this horse barn that like a horse barn i visited a lot in my life and i was there with my parents and we were delivering hay there and they sent me to like this little room to put the extension cord back which is a very reasonable thing like i always put the extension cord back in at this particular barn and they got in the truck and they left because there was a storm coming and i was putting the extension cord back and so when i came back out they were gone and the tornado was coming really fast like i could see it coming over the hill and i went to call my mom to come back and get me because they completely left me forgot me and i call this random guy from nursing school and he was like i don't know what to do to help you which i never talked to him in nursing school but i he was in the group chat so i would still have his number mm-hmm. but why would i call him if i was trying to get out of the tornado i have no idea I guess you were in a panic and you didn't know <laughs> i don't know and then I finally got a hold of my mom, and she's like, I mean, I guess we'll come back and get you, which sounds like something reasonable, she would say. Like, yeah. it, was, it was very, tr- like, realistic. realistic yeah. yeah. And so as soon as they pull in the driveway, they're on a fucking four-wheeler. My dad's hanging off the back of the four-wheeler, and my mom's driving the four-wheeler, and they're like, come on, you're fine. And I'm like, no, we're not. And the tornado, like, bounced over top of the barn. Like, it was on the ground, and then it went over top of the barn, and it touched back down. (laughs) And then it was so windy, and they were like, it's fine. Come on. And so I had to hang on to the front of the fuller. My dad was on the back of the fuller. And this horse was, like, a good, I don't know, three or four miles from our house. So we were driving down the road in the rain, tornadoes, like, beside us on the fuller. And then I woke up and was terrified. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and you told me that, and I sent you a screenshot of what having a tornado dream means. Which, what's it mean? Girl, I can't remember now. Well, um, look it up. Something about calming down. I'm calm as a cucumber. No, that's not the same. It's cool as a cucumber. I did. Those are really good. Those are Having a powerful tornado in your dream could symbolize feeling overwhelmed or out of control. Um, that is sourced from Healthline. Um, and also, tornado dreams are a sign you must slow down and re- regain clarity and calmness in your life. I mean, so Grace. It's not wrong. <laughs> what has been so hectic? <laughs> a lot. A lot. A lot's been going on. God, I, now that you're talking about it, I'm probably going to have a tornado dream. You think? Have probably. you ever had a tornado dream? No. No. But I have had the good old classic dream of thinking you're naked in front of people. I've never had that dream. No, but- yeah, really, I think dream. The dream's awful. This classic dream is this. It's like everyone's. Everyone, I feel like everyone has always had a dream, like in their childhood or something, where they realize that they're like naked and they're in front of a whole bunch of people and they can't like cover up. Nope. Oh, okay. Just so 
Do you wake up like scared? Does it wake you up? Yeah. How how often do you have this dream? Not very often. I haven't had it in like years, but I used to have it in my childhood. Like the most common one I used to have was I would be like swimming or something and then realize I'm, I'm, but everything's in the pool. See, I would have a lot of dreams that I was swimming, but I was a swimmer, so it made sense. But I would be swimming, but flying. I don't know how to describe it. Like your house would be a swimming pool and like you would. I would do stuff in the house, but I would be swimming. The house was full of water. Like, I was a fish. There you go. Okay. Now, I know you now it's clicking. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. But I love the feeling of swimming. So, I always liked those dreams because it was very, like, freeing. Like, I was just swimming through everything. Okay. So, anyway. <laughs> moving on from dreams. Um... Did you want to talk about, oh no, that's me that wants to talk about the new show I'm watching. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to read our notes and, and my my brain, like I said this morning, my brain is, is jumping, jumping, mm-hmm. and jumping and jumping. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to cut you off. I'll tell you to shut up. Thank you. Okay. So about the new show I'm watching, mm-hmm. Shrill on Hulu. Okay. It highlights body positivity. Mm-hmm. We love it. And it doesn't so much get into like, I mean, it touches on like diet culture and food, like good first bad food, but it's more so like this uh, lady, she's a writer and she works for like this newspaper or something and her boss is not supportive of her articles that are very body positivity and like, mm-hmm. likes to write about that stuff and she's really good at writing about that stuff but he just gives her hell for it and whatnot and so then she has this relationship this awful relationship with this guy that she just I love shows like that though it's interesting I really think you would like this one. Okay. I'll give it a try. I have not watched Thousand Pound Sisters yet. <laughs> I don't even know where to find it. Discovery Plus. <laughs> I will send you my login. Really? Do you want it? Sure. Okay. Text it to me. Only you, though. No one else. Mm. How many accounts can you have on it? I think a whole bunch, honestly. I can make you an account. It could be a Grayson Carter account. That would be nice. Isn't that sweet? That's so sweet. Yeah. I know. I'm not an asshole all the time. Speaking of being an asshole, I I was an asshole on the phone with a doctor yesterday. It's poor doctor's office. And I felt really bad. You apologized to them. Yeah. But it was like one of those situations where I've been on the other end. Of the phone, mm-hmm. an asshole, and then I said something mm-hmm. that came off as rude. Yeah. Why would you do? You know mm-hmm. what it feels like. Mm-hmm. But I didn't intend for it to be rude. I was just like, it just came out that it way. It just came out that way. Just it just happened, and I apologized. And they said it was fine. Well, I can tell you right now. Um, as someone that deals with that, like every single day, I deal with patients at work. Um, when they apologize, it does make you feel better because when they like acknowledge, I'm really sorry. I know that I, I, I did not mean to come off that way. Mm -hmm. And when they say that, it really does make a difference. Like just something so simple as them acknowledging that they, um, Sorry, did we make sure that this was a recording audio after you paused it? We Yeah, we can try. We can check again. Okay. We're recording. We're good. I was going to share a story that happened last week involving Chick-fil-A chicken minis mm-hmm. and the gynecologist. Good mix, but let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, first off, I'm pissed that chicken minis, 10 chicken minis, cost $12. That is crazy. Like that, you know how tiny those little, mm-hmm. not even chicken nugget sized chicken mm-hmm. are, and they're more than a dollar a piece. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I know I don't take no $12 to make that chicken mini. No. But how it relates to the gynecologist. Um, I had like a yearly visit 
last week, mm-hmm. which I hate going because I go to like this large, this um, bigger office that has multiple doctors in it, and so I hate sitting in the waiting room with all the pregnant women that look miserable, or they're like trying to see if you're pregnant. Yeah, I'm trying to see you. Yeah. Who's in this room is pregnant and who's not. One of those deals. And so I always get the first appointment in the morning because the least amount of pregnant women go first thing in the morning. So I had an appointment at like 7.30 in the morning. I was the first one, the first appointment of the day. And so, of course, after they completely violate you by stripping you down naked. And for me? <laughs> you're sitting on the <laughs> the bench or whatever that thing's called the exam table yeah that, that's yeah. what it's called and they're like scoot down scoot down keep it coming beep keep it coming <laughs> <laughs> ass is hanging off the, uh-huh. off the table fully exposed nice little breeze <laughs> and then they like disappear and you can't you can only see like the top of their head yes yes <laughs> all you can see but she goes, I'm so sorry. This is really cold because you're the first one this morning. And in my head, I'm thinking that the that she talked about the speculum is cold because I'm the first one this morning. Uh, and so then I get in my head like, hold on. They don't use the same one. They have like a cover that goes over them. And even then, I feel like they shouldn't be using the same one. There's no way they use the same one. But then after all that goes through my head. <laughs> I realized she's talking about the lube because they have like a little lube warmer mm-hmm. and it wasn't turned on yet. So that she's talking about the lube was cold because I was the first one. Mm-hmm. So I was freaked out by that. And then she has the audacity to look at me, look up at me mm-hmm. in the eyes and say, Your cervix is pretty. But just so awkward. <laughs> say to that. What did you say to that? I didn't say anything. I did not say a word. And then she goes, Is that an engagement ring? And I was like, yeah. So, um, are we gonna start trying for a baby? And I was mm-hmm. like, no, <laughs> no, you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> Just because I have an engagement ring doesn't mean I want to. Oh my gosh, it's crazy to me that people make that assumption anyway. Yeah. So after all that, well, and then I go to check out and. The lady, you know how they usually write your card? They tell you, like, your next appointment is this day. They write a card for you, and they give it to you, like, when you go to the dentist. Mm -hmm. Uh, They, she tells me, okay, your appointment's whatever date, and then she puts a blank card up on the counter with a pen. Like, I have to write my own card. And I'm like, "Uh, well, of course, anxiety. So I forget the date she says. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure the switch said, and I wrote it down, and then I got home, and it said the 32nd of March, and I was like, well, that's not right. You know, that, that's not a date. Um, so I had to look at my, I had to look on my portal. Appointment <laughs> was. I, yeah, I always have to print out, like, reminders and stuff for the patients that are leaving the office for their, like, appointments and stuff because I never remember um I sit there and I will tell them all right your appointment next follow-up is April 26th at 10 a.m and they're like okay and they'll start pulling out their phone to start like writing it down they're like are you said the 20 April no what what time is it 10 30 and I'm like lord this is plain like I'm printing it (laughs) Yeah, so after all that, I was like, I I need to reward myself in some way, so I'll go get me some chicken minis at Chick-fil-A. And then I got pissed that they were $12, so. Crazy inflation. <laughs> Aggravating. At least they were nice, though. They're always nice. To They're always nice there. I remember one time I went there with, like, an old friend of mine in high school, and we were at, like, the drive-thru window, and we were getting our drinks and stuff handed to us, and this lady that was, like, you know, handed us the drinks, was like, hey, we made the wrong milkshake. This is a strawberry milkshake. Would you like it? Well, yeah. And the friend that I was with at the time was sitting in the driver's seat goes, hell yeah. 
horribly laughing because the girl had drama to her. She was so scared after that. And we pulled off. I said, Bro, well, this is a Christian based restaurant. It's just fun. The thief is like, My pleasure. At my work, we can't say you're welcome. We have to say my pleasure. What's the purpose of that? I don't know. Did I they give you? Like Chick Fil A. Yeah, I just need to know if they like back that up or anything. What is the reasoning? They honestly didn't, and I didn't even think to ask because I was like, "Oh, that's gonna be hard to get used to." And I still say, "You're welcome." Like occasionally, if I remember, I'll say my pleasure, but I still say, "You're welcome," or "Uh huh, no problem," or you know. I say no problem so much. Mm-hmm. in so many different ways and they're like oh my gosh thank you so much i'm like no problem yeah then we go on um my pleasure that sounds weird it does um or i say like that's what i'm here for oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i like that one too yeah. <laughs> saying my pleasure it just rules me out i guess because it's like um 90 percent of the time i i, I don't want to be here and i don't want to do my job so it's really not my pleasure <laughs> Um, I just feel like I'm lying. <laughs> why am I gonna lie to you? <laughs> but if I say that's what that's what I'm here for, that that is what I'm here for. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> At least it's not my pleasure to be here. It's really not my pleasure. <laughs> I we need to figure that out though. Um, the purpose of that. Well, as anyone knows, uh, let us know. I feel like someone that listen, I don't know, someone would know why you say my pleasure instead of your welcome. There's gotta be a reason. I'm sure there's like a little psychology trick or something there. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know what a psychology trick is. Yes, <laughs> not really. <laughs> hey, oh you made that up. Hey, you know how like um, if you say this instead of that, it's gonna lead the person into. Like we have, we always go through this at work. Um, we have this what's called a bit training. Um, and it's like this way that we are supposed to handle phone calls and we're supposed to be really nice and everything. And I'm like, don't piss me off and I will be nice. I don't need training for that. Um, <laughs> and we go through it and it's like, we're supposed to do all of this stuff in a certain step and answer their problems. And the whole purpose of it is because it eases the anxiety of the patients. And I'm like, Shepard. Does it though? No, like it. That's what gets to me is that I'm like, if someone has anxiety and they're coming to me, they're gonna have anxiety because I have anxiety, and so they're just gonna have anxiety about them coming to me. Yes, and they're gonna give me anxiety because they have anxiety, and we're just gonna have anxiety together. I'm not gonna be any help, (laughs) no matter how you say what you say. No matter, no matter what I do. Yeah, I feel like I have to do a lot with people at work that is anxiety provoking but it's like skill based it's not like what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah it's have you ever had anyone like break down on the phone mm-hmm. mm, girl that's awkward no but i have residents all the time that like oh yeah break down in person mm-hmm. you, you got a million other things to do and people falling on the floor and mm-hmm. dying shit. But you okay? I I have compassion, compassionate with you and try not to think about everything else that's happening outside of the door right now. Yes, been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's a sticky situation to be in. Yeah, yeah, especially when they start crying on the phone. When you have patients start crying on the phone, I mean, the other the other day, this girl called and she started crying and I living myself um and i was like girl i think she's crying and i can't tell like, i don't know if she's heaving or having like an asthma attack she probably hadn't slept um probably not but she was crying oh, i felt so bad <laughs> put me in a very awkward situation though i'm like what do i say to you why don't you just come on in now <laughs> so you're my supplement as good as I hate when I call families and I'm like telling them like they probably should come visit, like we're seeing a decline and they just don't care. And they're like, yeah, whatever. That's aggravating. Like, that's your mom. That's your dad. They're dying mm-hmm. with strangers. Mm-hmm. 
pay them really respect and come see them. Mm-hmm. But you can't say that. Nope, you can't. Or you'll get fired. Would you know? I should risk it. Let's try it. Let's, this week, let's just try to say whatever the fuck we want on the phone. Yeah. Which trouble we can get into. Yeah. Push back a little bit. Yeah. I've had to deal with that too. Like where I have had residents um, get really confused and they're like, I need to call my daughter or my son or whatever. And they get super confused. And so, you know, I give them the phone number or I dial the kid myself. Um, and they will, that child will literally hang up with their parent and then call the facility's phone number. And when one of the caregivers answers, it's like, can you go check on my mom? They're, they're like confused or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, just talk to them. Even if they're confused, let them yeah. talk. And I've done that before um, where I've been like, I'm sorry, ma'am, but she was asking for you. And I dialed the phone number and she wants to talk to you. She doesn't want to talk to me. She wants to talk to her daughter. Yeah. Um, she wasn't very happy after I said that, but. Which is sad. Yeah, there's only so much you can do. Which sucks. Okay, besides this, before we get too dark and lost and twisted, what did you want to talk about today? We're going to dive into coping skills. What are we coping with? Everything. Life. Every every little thing. Tell me about it. Whoa. What happened to my notes? Why is it so big? I changed it on my screen because I'm looking at it on my laptop and I couldn't read those tiny letters. I'm like an old. Do you make this look tiny? I don't know if it was I print my notes a lot and they print bigger. Mm-hmm. Well, I was over here looking at it and I was like, what does that mean? Layers. This is my layers. This is my layers. Hold on, honey. Um. So for people that don't really know what coping skills are, it's um, it's kind of the way that you respond to your emotions, whether it's anger, anxiety, um anything of events that go on in your life it's the way that you cope um and there's many different ways of coping uh some like to label it healthy unhealthy so we're going to kind of go through those yes great healthy unhealthy food because food remember we were talking about food we were talking about food and you corrected me you yes you challenged me yes (laughs) I don't like to say good versus bad food. Mm-hmm. I like to say clean versus unclean food mm-hmm. because if I label a food bad and I eat it, then I feel guilty for eating it. Yeah. I don't like that feeling. Mm-hmm. If I label it as a bad food, sometimes I won't eat it and then I won't eat it all. So, if Which I look is at also. It, Unhealthy food or bad food. So if I look at it as like clean, not clean, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Either way, I can eat it. It's food. It's fueling Mm -hmm. my body and that's what I need. Yes. Yes. And that's honestly such a great way to put it Um, because so many people are health nuts out there and they're like, you ate a little Debbie? Oh my God. You ate little Debbies? I will. Anything. Anything little Debbie. Little Debbie. All of them? Any kind? All of it. They're not my favorite either. I mean, but but you got your crazy health nuts like bashing people for eating absolutely some chocolate or whatever, and you know, yeah. oh, you eat McDonald's? That's all processed food. Nah, I'm but just it, glad you're eating. Huh? I'm just glad you're eating food, honey. Yeah. Like, congrats on getting a meal. I gave up um, caffeine. Yeah, you were telling me that, and I was like, you're funny. I'm funny. Yeah, you're funny. I gave up soda. That's about how we're getting here. Yeah. I haven't drink I haven't had any caffeine in like two weeks. Do you feel better? Well, I don't know. Cause I've been on go mode. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. What has caffeine done for you in the past though? Well, I've never really had a lot of caffeine and I kinda started drinking tea again. When I started working nights, and then I was like, I don't really need tea. Like, I can stay awake. I'm fine. I feel fine. I don't need tea to stay awake. And I don't like drinking a lot of caffeine. So, I cut tea out again, and I never have drank coffee. I hate coffee. It's disgusting. You have issues. 
We know that, though. Yeah, but, like, coffee is amazing. No, it's not. Coffee. I don't even like, uh, you know, like, coffee desserts and stuff. Mm. Gross. So good. Gross. Have we ever had chocolate-covered coffee beans? No, that sounds awful. <laughs> okay, I think it's Oh, I want to thank you for getting me a, a fresh, new, personal blanket. You're very just welcome. Just for this podcast. You're welcome. Because you don't have an issue with blankets. Mm-hmm. Well, I also have an issue with buying blankets, so. Did you buy this blanket just for this? No. Okay, good. You're not that special. <laughs> I just think it's weird to share blankets. I, and I knew that about you. And so I was like, I don't want to give her, because I have like this tote that sits under my bed and I can just slide it out and it has my blankets in there. Mm-hmm. And I I use them. I'm the only one that uses my blankets in my room. So I don't think twice about it. But I also have two cats and, you know, my cats are on my blankets and stuff. And so I was kind of like, I don't think Grace is going to really appreciate that. So I grabbed some new blankets that I had and literally still in the back. <laughs> and I gave it to you and was like... You blankets. I'm going to let you open it. <laughs> I think it's weird. Like, even family members sharing the same blanket. It's weird. Like, everyone should have their own blanket. So if you think that's weird, I'm going to just go ahead and make the assumption that you think it's weird to really share a lot of things. Yeah. Like, I mean, as long as you wash it, say you're watching a movie, you sit down with a blanket, you have a blanket on, whatever. You wash it and then use trade blankets the next day. That's fine. It's been washed. But to share it not washed, mm-hmm. that's weird. It's like wearing someone's dirty clothes. That's disgusting when you put it like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> gosh. That's so gross. Um, we have like a crate upstairs in our living room that's full of like blankets. My mom has a blanket every single time I see her wrapped up in one. Um, with a dog always lays on them, and we fold them back up and put them back in the crate. Oh yeah, no, and I will never use I the don't. Yeah, I won't let you use any of those up there because I don't even use those. Yeah, it's gross. Um, I can't do it. I don't like it. If I have an animal that is laying all over a blanket, I have a specific blanket for my cats that they lay on, they cuddle with, or whatever. Um, they don't get to lay on my little blanket. Yeah. <laughs> no no yeah sorry i interrupted i i got us distracted so that's okay that's sorry okay. that's okay sorry <laughs> right, i apologize for everything okay sorry, that's okay go ahead sorry that's okay go ahead <laughs> realize back in here charlie okay so coping skills <laughs> um I know what I really wanted to focus on personally was dark humor. Um, because we... At the point, I was afraid you know that we just closed our eyes and we're looking through our microphones at each other. <laughs> and then he was immediately stopping her. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Dark humor. You love dark humor. You love dark humor. It's the best thing that ever existed. It really is. A lot of people don't get it. Oh yeah, for sure. Not a lot of people get it. Um, I personally, I've always known that I've had dark humor, um, and I accept it for myself. But at the same time, I've always viewed it as something negative, something unhealthy to have. No. It wasn't until our love little pepper and I, I talked. We do. Um, it wasn't until we kind of talked about it that she explained it into into my brain. That's not negative. Yeah, and it made sense and how it wasn't negative. Um, it's not. It's not hurting anyone. <laughs> it's not hurting myself. No, we we thrive with it. Mm-hmm. And I did you grow up with dark humor in your household or anything? No, but living on a farm, it's very much like you don't get attached to animals. Mm, that's depressing. Because, yeah, eat. Ooh, I'm vegetarian. I, know. <laughs> I, know. I don't feel like we had a lot of dark humor except for in that aspect. 
Yeah, which is understandable. Um, like I was the first grader that like drew pictures of my pigs, and then they would ask like, "Oh, what's their name?" And I'm like, "I don't know. They're in the freezer now." I remember that. They ate them for breakfast. I don't know. Bacon, sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I think, oh my gosh, that's too bad. Was it bad? We have to eat. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Okay, sorry. Distracted again. Yeah, I know. We're just so tired. Um, so dark humor. I I grew up ahead of my house. Um, I have a family full of first responders, and it, they have to cope somehow. Got to cope somehow. Um, and that the truth. And ninety nine percent of them stayed with dark humor. Um, and so. It's it's just something that I've grown up with. Um, my father has always had dark humor. I have dark humor, especially for the stuff that I have gone through personally in my life. It's <laughs> funny, and I laugh about it all. Um, I know that a lot of people can view that as inappropriate. A lot of people view it as negative. Um, and that kind of does bring me to this: was that last week. I made the comment, we, we have Johnny the ghost. Um, we love Johnny. We love Johnny, too. Um, but we make jokes all the time, like when our lights start flicking or whatever, it's like, oh, it's Johnny. The last week I made the joke, I'm like, oh, what if it's my grandma? Yeah. Um, and I was like, she died in the house, which is a true statement. And I'm not a joke. But um, I did get that kind of brought to my attention, non-spotly, that that's, like, inappropriate. Who said that? Of course did. Who did that? Who should I'm not gonna. Um, but I did want to point out that I even got like irritated when they brought it up to me as being inappropriate because I was like, "How are you going to tell me the way that I'm coping is keep going? Are we okay, Chris? Yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. Okay. Keep keep talking. Okay. Um, how are you going to tell me that the way that I'm coping or what I say about my family members um, is inappropriate and negative or whatever? Um, well, you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. I know. I know I can. But I also want to explain is that you don't always know keep in your mind is that my grandma and I used to sit down together all the time and talk about how we could feel her mom, my great-grandma, whom I'm named after, <laughs> um, how we could, like, feel her presence, we could see her. And I, I mean, growing up, I used to see her, which I know a lot of people want to say I'm lying, but I used to see her walk in the halls and everything. Um, I would have dreams if I was sleeping in the house of her, and my grandma and I would talk about that a lot. And so... From me making that joke, oh, what if it's my grandma? It was not something that's inappropriate because my grandma probably laughed about it. <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> um, and so that kind of brings us back to dark humor. Like, every, not everyone agrees with dark humor, but a lot of people have it. <laughs> I hear everything you're saying. So, Grace, yeah. how do you cope? What are um, unhealthy ways that you cope? Or that you used to feel that was unhealthy? Um, I don't know. I don't like to think about them as unhealthy. I mean, just whatever I do to get through, you know what I mean? I like to write a lot. You do like to write. That's like a healthy coping skill. I write a lot. And I take so much pride in my writing that if I lose any of it or, like, feel like I should delete something that I wrote, then I get real mad and upset about it. Yeah. So, I write a lot. Um, I work out. She do work out. Honestly, uh, we have our watches to where we get notifications when I complete a workout, and I get notifications when you complete a workout. Yeah. Yeah. No, it still does that. Yes, it still does. And so, it's obviously, you don't work out. But I get out of here. Yeah. And that's when you know I'm on go mode. Yes. Which is, <laughs> it's fine. I don't have a problem with it. But I know, like, when we first started doing that, I was actually working out a lot and it was fun. But now I'm 
oh, they're sitting on my bed and watching Thousand Pound Sisters, and I get this notification that Grace completed a run, and I'm like, screw you, Grace. <laughs> well, then let's it, let's stop the notifications. I feel like that's not healthy for you. I didn't know. You want to see when I run so that you can beat yourself up about it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, I just, I don't even really acknowledge them that much, honestly. I I get them and I'm like, oh, it's just Grace. <laughs> it's just Paige being crazy. I'm 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Josh. Yeah. That's okay. Which, you texted me at like 1 a.m. that you were still awake. Mm-hmm. Because I was. Finally go to sleep. Finally. That's good. Finally. I hate not being able to sleep. Were you just thinking? Yeah, I was just up. I was like, and I was having acid reflux. You mentioned this before. I have been having wicked acid reflux. Like crazy. It's like every single night. And I'm not even eating light or anything. Um, Are you eating different foods? Not really. I've actually been, I've shockingly been trying to eat a lot better. I eat more cool, I guess you can say. Staying upright after you eat? I'm just like upright. Okay. I don't know. It's weird. I've just been having wicked acid reflux and it's been a killer, honestly. Are you okay over there? Yeah. Okay. I mean, what do you do? You talked about unhealthy. What do you do for healthy? Um, I occasionally write as well. I'm I'm not as dedicated as you are, but you did, like, present the idea to me of writing letters to people. Mm-hmm. Um, like back in high school. Mm-hmm. And so I do that. I have notebooks with letters in them. And I, I'll actually recommend it to people now. Like, when people are like, God, this just aggravates me and whatnot. And I'm like, write a letter to them. And they, of course, they look at me and they're like, what? I'm like, write a letter to it them. Helps. It helps. I write many letters to people people anymore like i'll write about it but i mm-hmm. won't address it to them mm-hmm. like i used to it helps me to address it to them because if i am so angry about it and if i want to cuss them out and call them every name you can possibly think of um i get to do that and i get to address it to them and then i don't give them the letter of course yeah, no <laughs> I keep it. just throw it in the box we just throw it in- my therapy binder is different than my box and then I have journals that are separate and then the notes on my computer are separate from the journal. So I have like four different places that I write. Yeah. Which gets hella confusing. Because <laughs> I don't know where my writing is sometimes. Yeah. I I do that if something does pop in my head that I'm upset about or if I want to write down how I'm feeling because I, I can actually put it into words for once, I'll write it down in my note or something. Um, And it's easier to type because mm-hmm. you're like as your brain's thinking so fast you can type faster than you can write yes yes for sure and i'm so picky about my writing sometimes so like my letters some of them look like chicken scratch do you remember when we gave each other letters yeah yeah and you gave me a letter and i didn't take his picture well screw you carter i got the letter before you were even in the picture do you remember when i first told you about carter we were walking down the hallway going to nursing class and you were like, I don't know if it was, if it was, we went on like a breakfast date before school and we went on a date after school before I ever told you about him. <laughs> oh I remember what it was. It was when we were going back to, cause like we had a class at a different school together mm-hmm. and then we'd have to commute in the middle of the day back to our regular high school. Mm-hmm. And you were like, what are you doing after you go back to school? And I said, well, I'm meeting my friend. And you were like, um, who's your friend? Because <laughs> you knew me. You, we knew I didn't have any friends. I was not if you did, you name them. Yeah. And you were like, who's your friend? And I was like, oh, I'm just a little, 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 little friend I'm at. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I remember. I remember you talking about him um, in class, like at our other school, not the high school. And you're telling me how you had a class with him and stuff, um, and how you sat next to him and everything, and you would talk to him. 
And for you, um, I don't think you realize that's <laughs> we like start talking about something and one percent of the time I'm like, oh yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm like, who is she talking about? And we don't start out with so this guy Carter, you know, I met him in my closets, so Carter did this and that, and I'm like, all right, we're on the name basis with the guy now, because just us freaking was fed with a friend. <laughs> it was fun to keep up sometimes. You know, as you have told me that, like, that I'll start with my stories backwards sometimes. Like, I will. <laughs> but I think it's just my brain is thinking so fast. I'm, like, trying to think of how I want to share the story, and then it comes out mm-hmm. backwards. Mm-hmm. And I've never... Well, I really learned the skill of um, not pushing for more information with you. Ooh, why? <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> Don't therapize me. <laughs> but because when you would talk about stuff and I would be like, um, it would just be anything. You'd be talking about a friend or something your mom was doing. And if I kept asking you questions, you wouldn't talk anymore. Keep <laughs> shut down. And... And you just, it was very rare in the beginning of our relationship, which is understandable. You didn't open up about a lot. Um, well, no. Me, I'm, I'm a loud mouth. I know. You, like, told me your whole life in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people do that to me. <laughs> a lot of people do that to you. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> I mean, I have people that literally come up to me that I have only met, like, once or twice. Or strangers. They're like... Mm-hmm tell me this huge like traumatic event and i'm like oh okay puts you in an awkward situation what do you say no but yeah i I learned not to uh, press you a lot of information and that was like a hard skill for me to learn (laughs) but i finally came to understand that um if you want to talk to me about something you're gonna i will you're going to there i don't have to pry anything out of you yeah um and if what you tell me is very non-descriptive i don't really ask a lot of questions because i'm like well, this is what she wants me to know yeah um so the woman know I every mean, I detail like i do the same with you like i have to hold back on asking more about but honestly you're being more um reserved about stuff now than you've ever been really so i'm really like conflicted right now <laughs> Because usually you're telling me every detail of every fucking thing. <laughs> and right now, in the last, like, month or so, you're not telling me shit. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. And I hope she's mm-hmm. okay. But I don't know. Oh, scenes. <laughs> I, um... Well, honestly, I really feel like I took a card out of your plan deck. Because you... You took a card out of my playing deck. I have never heard that before. I like that. You never heard that before? No. I think I just came up with it. <laughs> I'm taking cards out of your playing deck. <laughs> I took a card out of your playing deck. <laughs> um, because you always kept your, like, relationships private and stuff. Um, And you still do with Carter. You know, you keep it private, which I respect so much. <laughs> I don't keep shit private. I keep other people's business private, but I'm like, eh. What's what was hard to do me yesterday? Honestly, when we first, like, met, I did not trust you because you told me so much about your life. I thought if I told you anything about my life that you would tell someone else about my life. Eh. Like, that was my thought process. Oh, yeah, so which I, I didn't tell you anything mm-hmm. about me. Which I can understand. Um, But with you, I've always had that respect for you. Um. When people come to me about their stupid problems, um, and I want their problems aren't stupid. God, I'm valid. Your problems are valid. It's just I didn't want to hear about it, and you mouth vomited. <laughs> I'll listen to your problem. I know you are talking about. Uh, no, you will. <laughs> Who are they? Send them that way. I don't got a problem talking about them. But do what? I don't have a problem talking about. Like other people's issues, take them and talk to me about it. Um, because this happened in your throat. What? It went. 
<laughs> anyway. Oh my gosh. We're way off topic. We really are. It's fine. But that all goes back to me saying that we have like switched. Well, that scares me a lot. Are you saying that I'm scared? <laughs> so how we snitched? Explain this to me. Because it's just little stuff. You used to always get up so early. And you know, you, you go to bed early and you sleep all night and you get up early and you go work out and all that good stuff. And now you're running on like two hours of sleep, which I used to do. Yeah. We've switched. But, oh no, I think it's just night shift. Like I, well, I'm sure that is the reasonable explanation. What other areas have you seen other than sleeping? Because now I'm worried. I will, like you said, I've been very reserved. And you used to be very reserved. But you still are. You're still Grace. That's the only thing what I want to say. Yes. But you do talk to me about stuff. Um, You tell me what's going on. Very plain detail sometimes. <laughs> But the guests put the puzzle pieces together. <laughs> sometimes they don't click until hours later. It wasn't that you said, but I did not get for hours later. And I texted you and you were like, um, blood moment. <laughs> what was that one? I didn't get it either when you texted me back. So you were talking about, um, oh gosh, just so, oh God, I can't remember. But I, you were talking about like buying stuff, um, while having like, a mental breakdown or something like that. Fine stuff. And then I shot, how's that Bronco? Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, and I said she's my fucking life. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then an hour later, I was like, oh. Yeah. Just got that. Yeah. Got that. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Because you, you, I told you, I was like, I really like your car. And you're like, this you one. <laughs> you're like, Chris, where's the money? Everyone has dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, okay, we can't listen. It's okay. We all make life decisions. Did you want to go back to coping? You have a lot of notes here about coping. Um, there's like two paragraphs and they're yours. <laughs> well, I was going to talk about shooting. What the hell is that? Shooting? Shooting? Shooting. It's like booting. Like shitting. Well, it sounds like which we said this earlier, but I wanted to say it again. Um, last week when I was editing, I had texted Charlie and I was like, Um, do you want me to edit out the part where you said you shit your pants? <laughs> or do you want me to leave that in there? <laughs> and I was like, I need to delete it if you want to, but it's the truth. <laughs> so I left it. Yep. Hi. It, it is the truth, though. <laughs> My anxiety gets so bad that I feel like I'm going to shit myself. Sometimes my leggings are too tight. I can't fart. I can relate to that. Oh, my gosh. I texted you Tuesday, and I was like, mm -hmm. I literally can't fart because my leggings are too tight, and I'm so uncomfortable. If we... <laughs> Wait, you know that pain when you're holding in a fart? Yeah. Gas pain? Yeah. Okay, it's a name. It's like funny nursing school. Crazy bitch, I fast. Glad you gladly give you my license. I would gladly take it at this point in my life. Because I am suffering. It's actually called, well, flagellance. Something. Flagellance. Yeah. But. When your belly makes noise mm -hmm. and you can hear it, or when you listen to it with a stethoscope, you know what that word's called? It's a fun word to say. No. What? Oh, God. It's called brobarygmia. Brobarygmia? Yeah. And it's just when your belly makes noise. So, like, it's when like you're... like bowels. Like... Oh, that's what that means. Okay, what was I going to bowel sounds is borborygmia. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is like a, it's weird when your stomach makes noises like that. It's like embarrassing. Is it? If if it's really loud. I feel like I know the difference between a sound your stomach makes when you're hungry and a sound your stomach makes when you need to get out of the bathroom. And I only think it's embarrassing like when you can tell 
and someone else's stomach makes a noise when they need to go to the bathroom and you're like honey just just go please go to the bathroom <laughs> yeah i feel like there's a difference i mean we're all human well yeah I and mean, everybody shits and we're all and assholes talk about it because we have assholes <laughs> they're all assholes we we're fucking drinking or something we promise we're not drinking Speak for yourself. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> no, we're sober. Just say. Get the bread. Uh uncle that um he had some anger issues. He used to say that a lot. Um they see a minute to it. Everyone's assholes, you have an asshole. What do you used to say? What if you don't though? What if you what if like you don't have one and then you have an ostomy? I guess you have a stoma, so that would... Yeah, so then they can't call people assholes. They call them stomas. <laughs> Your stoma. But a stoma can be... Whatever. Anyway, shutting. Okay, yes. Shutting. Let me explain shutting to you. <laughs> it's like when you put expectations on yourself. Like, I should do this. I should want to do this. Gotcha. And it might not be what you actually want to do. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like expectation. It could be external expectations that you felt is put onto you. Or it can be like internal that you are putting on yourself. Mm-hmm. So when you were talking about coping, my brain went to that. And that I have to like right through that like if i'm telling myself i should want to go work out mm-hmm. then i'll write like okay this is what i'm telling myself mm-hmm. i should want to go work out but do i actually feel like working out does my body feel like working out do i feel like working out and if i don't then i write through that and i don't work out and it's fine mm-hmm. it's no big deal that's just one example. I mean, there's so many. Oh, yeah. It's funny that you picked that example, though, because I literally went through that with Pepper last week. About working out? Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's like, I want to. I should. <laughs> but I don't do it. What do you, you do yoga. Mm-hmm. I love yoga and, like, Pilates. I love Pilates. It's so much fun. I miss it. I, which I'm kind of, you know, this, but I pop my body a lot. You pop your body? Pop my body. I, I don't know this. You don't know because when I stand up all the time, I pop my knees. And you don't know this? No. Okay. I, I, I guess I don't notice. You're a bad friend for not noticing. <laughs> I'm just. Ouch. Oh. Can you? Cry about it, like <laughs> tomorrow. Don't cry. Sure. I don't know. Crazy Keep going if you're crying. Why not? I'm fine. Oh my god. If you cry, I'm gonna. You cry a lot more than no, no. Were you just about to say I cry a lot more than you? Karma. Oh my gosh! I don't know. I. We probably take turns on that. On who calls the most? I just cry and hit you randomly, like just the smallest little thing. No. There has to be, I won't cry unless I'm, like, exhausted. There's a lot of little things, and then it's, like, one tiny thing mm-hmm. happens and that makes, mm-hmm. that, like, crumbles yep. everything. That's what always happens to me, and it's, like, that's what happened to me this week is that, I mean, nothing was going wrong. <laughs> um everything at work was going good and stuff but I was so mentally drained with work and by the time I got home Wednesday I broke down 
Um, literally just over a whole bunch of little stuff. Um, I dropped my cup. Cat scooped all of his litter out. And then I, I sat on my floor and cried. Did you feel better after you cried? Yeah. I got up and I cleaned up my mess. <laughs> we are way lost. We really are. And we had a completely different conversation this morning that we thought we recorded and we didn't. Yeah. So I guess we'll wrap it up here. I mean, we've been talking for over an hour. Yeah. So we... Good. Um, if, like we said, interact with us or don't, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care what you do. Yeah, we're not in charge of you. <laughs> do as you please. Be nice humans, as always. Yep. Be nice, but always know that you're an asshole because you have one. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you next week. Bye, guys.